Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We are talking with Jennifer and Heather of Mothers for Nuclear, and we're going to get right back into that. But before we do, I, I want to remind folks that on past programs, you have heard me talk with Judge Craig Van Ruyen about the crucial function the grand jury performs indicting criminals and investigating government corruption and, and mismanagement. In a county where the federal attorney has brought multiple charges against developers and marijuana barons for bribing local government officials, the grand jury is more critical than ever. If you have the time and a commitment to your community, you can now apply to serve on the grand jury. Just log on to the Slow County Public Policy and the Law webpage at knews985.com. That's knews985.com and click on the link to apply. 19 grand jurors and 11 alternates will be seated by the court to serve. The application period will close April 12, 2024. Now, Heather, Jennifer. Yes. yes. Are there are there California actions that you foresee should be taken uh, over the next few years to encourage the uh, growth and development of clean and safe nuclear power uh, for absolutely. El- electricity yes. or otherwise? Uh, I think first and foremost, we, uh, over the last year, secured the extension of Diablo Canyon for five more years, and we are passionate about making sure that that ex- is, gets extended even beyond five years um, to match the relicensing application that uh, PG&E is putting in right now with the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. So extend it for 20 years instead of five. So that's number one, um, and that will need public support to uh, make sure that our political leaders recognize the importance and value of it uh, and help invest in making sure that happens. So that's number one. And then number two is California currently has a moratorium on building new nuclear power plants in the state. And we are actively trying to encourage people to reach out to their uh, legislators and um, you know tell them how they feel about that and, and try to get that overturned because um, if we want to accept expand the um, deployment of nuclear energy in California to meet our climate goals, uh, that will need to go away. Well, and if folks are interested in contacting their legislators, uh, they can go to the uh, Slow County Public Policy and the Law web page. We have uh, Assemblywoman Don Addis's contact information. We have uh, California State Senator John Laird's uh, contact information there. Uh, and we we have... We have the same folks south of here on there. So, you know, if you're in Santa Barbara County, you can go there and find how to contact your legislator. Now, the, the criticism I've heard about relicensing Diablo Canyon for another 40 years, uh, statements were made uh, on air here by uh, people who should know what they're talking about that uh, the concrete isn't really going to last that long as a, a, on the containment structures that it starts t- to degrade, uh, partially because of the radiation it's, it's holding in. Now, is there anything that you think should be done to prevent that, or is that just uh, uh, false information? Well, everything degrades over time. 
But I would say that nuclear plants are built in such a robust manner that even when parts break, there's redundancy and there's a whole lot of things kind of already built into the process that make it easy to either replace equipment or maintain it. We also do a lot of inspections. Uh, I mentioned Kristen earlier, the co-founder of Mothers for Nuclear. She's a civil engineer, and she's done those inspections on exactly what you're talking about, the concrete domes on the top. They used to repel down the side of the containment structure and look now, at all the concrete. Yeah, now they do um, some drones <laughs> um, inspections that way. But yeah, it's, it's always been in pretty great condition, and concrete lasts a long time. It's going to be way harder to take Diablocanon down <laughs> than to just keep running it. Um, but yeah, they'll, the company does a great job with their inspections and preventative maintenance, so I, I don't have any concerns about any degradation of the plant it will be managed and and jennifer you're a you're a physicist Mm -hmm. you should know these things (laughs) is is the concrete going to essentially wear down to the point where it's starting to let out radiation so here's where i have to say i'm a physicist and not an engineer and i would say the engineers are in charge of making sure that the materials and the infrastructure is uh, engineered to uh, meet the specifications for the application um, and so I, I agree with Heather. I think they, they do that job uh, really well, and um, they monitor and manage that, and I, I expect them to continue. Okay. Well, I think we're coming up on the end of the program, folks. You're listening to Jennifer and Heather of Moms for Nuclear, and you want to give folks your contact information again, so if they'd like to invite you to come talk to their groups, they can. Yeah, please come to our website, mothersfornuclear.org. You can sign up for our email list there. We don't have official membership, but we would love to hear from you. And we have lots of great stories on there, personal testimonials about other moms and women. And we also like to say mothers, brothers, and others, because everyone has a story about why they support nuclear and how it fits with their values. So we share a lot of those on our website and would love to hear from anyone who's curious, skeptical, anti-nuclear scared you know all of them we, we used to have a lot of those same feelings and thoughts and um, we would love to chat with you about it our goal is really just to provide information to the public so that they're better informed so that when they're making decisions or asking their legislators to make decisions they understand the issues and so we're here to help people understand how nuclear works and and what its benefits are well very good thank you so much for coming on the show and one last word. Good luck with the teacher strike at Cal Poly. Thank you. All righty. Folks, that was a really good program. I, I hope you'll come back again on uh, the 27th and 28th. You're going to get more interlocking histories about the five cities here at Slow County Public Policy and the Law. I'm bringing in Peter Keith and Dee Santos. And you're probably wondering how the recall campaign for Bruce Gibson is going. You're going to get answers next week. So be sure and get real substance on Slow County Public Policy and the Law next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. and again Sunday at 3 p.m. only on Slow County Public Policy and the Law at FM 98.5. If you are only getting your news from one source, that is a mistake. Even if you disagree with editorial policies of a newspaper, or a radio station, you should subscribe and get their reporting. Subscribe to calcosnews.com. Subscribe to the Slow County Tribune. 
That way you will find out what each missed or didn't report on. And that competition makes each of them better. Subscribe. It means to underwrite. It's only $40 a month. And if you're a business, you can always contact K News to talk about sponsoring this program. If you'd like to hear from an office holder, lawyer, or activist here at Slow County Public Policy and the Law, you can email me at stu, that's S-T-E-W, dot Jenkins at dimescentralcoast.com. For more information on Slow County Public Policy and the Law, visit our website, knews985.com.